Hello, hello. Welcome to episode six of Midlife Mojo. Today, I'm talking about how to deal with challenges and problems that arise when working towards your goals. I'll be going through an area where obstacles often show up and strategies to overcome these obstacles so that they are really just small speed bumps, not roadblocks on the road to attaining your goal. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've gotten the tools to set yourself up for success. You've created a big picture vision of your overall health, connecting meaningfully with what it looks like for you to be flourishing and living life to the fullest in midlife. You've set your first goal to get there using a smart framework, and you've worked through the importance in your confidence for getting into action to accomplish this goal. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road where you get moving by doing the work to achieve your goal. You may have already made progress, or maybe you've encountered some obstacles that have caused you to temporarily stall, or you may be even having problems getting traction, getting started. Welcome to Midlife Mojo, the podcast all about how to be fit and flourish in your 50s with me, your host with over 25 years of experience in the health, fitness, and wellness industry, Lisa Dupree. We'll be talking about all the things that support living life to the fullest. Let's dive in. As I was figuring out what to talk about for the podcast today, I realized that I tend to do a lot of my best thinking in my car when I'm driving around. I live in Atlanta and the traffic here is crazy. There are so many cars. It's like Friday rush hour level traffic most of the time. There are about a hundred streets named Peachtree and it seems like the roads and highways are in a constant state of repair. About a year ago, I moved from the in-town neighborhood where I'd lived for over 30 years to a little farther outside of the city into a new area that I've never really explored too much. So I've really begun making it a point to venture out more and explore the area. Because I'm somewhat directionally challenged, I really rely on the navigation app Waze. Uh, It's great for knowing current traffic conditions and giving you alternate routes for the shortest and fastest way to a destination. However, having grown up in Atlanta and being pretty stubborn, I don't always use it and sometimes prefer to just go old school and get in my car and drive the way that I think will get me there. Plus, you know, this helps me really learn new ways to get around and it's like a mini adventure. So all this to say that a few weeks ago, I was out with a friend at a new restaurant and I've never been there before. So as I was leaving to drive back home, I was like, huh, I got this. I can get back home from here. Well, I got started, no problem. Then I got stopped in an intersection by a train. Again, not not a problem, just a temporary obstacle and a short delay. Then after a couple of miles, the street I needed to turn on was closed for repaving. So this was a, a bigger problem that I had to detour around. Well, somehow I ended up on a dead end street and I was stuck. I didn't know which way to go. So I had a few choices at this point. Stay stuck and give up on getting to my destination, which would be like just give up and sleeping in my car, I guess, not getting home. Uh, Keep driving around aimlessly and hoping I'd find my way home, which eh, is an option for sure, or reconfigure my plan to get home. So didn't want to sleep in my car. Um, 
in a dead end street. And I didn't really want to drive around aimlessly because it was getting late. And yeah, I just really wanted to be home at that point. So I chose the last option. And I got up my phone and I pulled up ways. So easily I was able to kind of get an, a new option, a new plan to move around the roadblock and get home without a lot of hassle. So this is a lot like when on your goal, you are getting into action, that rubber is hitting the road and you, you've, you've navigated um, a plan and you start, start your way down that plan. So when you start working on it, it can really be easy to get going, but you're bound to come up against some unexpected challenges, obstacles, and sometimes even roadblocks. And you want to be able to have strategies that help you get around these obstacles or deal with issues that come up. So even if you just get temporarily stuck, you can get unstuck in the most efficient way possible and get back on the road with a clear path forward. So one big area I want to talk about today where obstacles can come up is your circle of influence. A lot of times this is overlooked or glossed over in the initial excitement of getting going on your goals and taking action. So even if it is addressed, unexpected things are going to happen that can throw you off course. So your circle of influence, if you're considering things within this context, you have your direct control, things that you have really direct control over, your own thoughts, your own preferences, your own behaviors. There is then the indirect control, and that is uh, outside of yourself, um, others' thoughts, others' preferences, others' behaviors. And then there are things that you have no control over, things that you can do nothing about, you have no influence over. So with my destination or goal, um, you know, to get home quickly and safely, kind of thinking about that within the context of my circle of control, I had no control over the train. So that was nothing I could do anything about. Uh, there was one way to go, you know, down that road there, you have to cross a train track. So that really was definitely something I didn't have control over. And it was also a temporary obstacle. Thinking about indirect control, like others' behaviors, things outside of myself that are influencing whether I can get home or not. The signs that were directing my path around the paving. So that detour, that was someone else's actions and someone else's preferred path influencing my path home or influencing which way I was turning. And then you have direct control. And that's like my behaviors, my thoughts, my preferences. So um, a couple of things within direct behavior with that instance of me trying to get home was my decision to just wing it, not use ways and five my way home. And also um, ultimately my decision to pull up the navigation app and get some help mapping my way home. through how to think about your own goals within the context of the circle of influence. I'll be using my experience getting home as an example to further illustrate the application of a four-step process for navigating obstacles, issues, or problems. However you think about these things that pop up unexpectedly to problem solve and learn and move on. So the first thing 
is when you're confronted with a circumstance or an issue that has the potential to throw you off course, first, just pause. Take a few mindful breaths. So just take a moment, inhale, exhale. Notice if there's any emotions coming up, uh, but really allowing yourself to really bring awareness to the situation without getting mired in those emotions. So in my experience navigating home from the restaurant, uh, you know, coming up against uh, several different obstacles that I had to work around. So you know, there was a little bit of frustration. There was a little bit of, you know, maybe excitement of like, oh, how am I going to do this? Um, but also a little bit of anxiety of like, you know, I, you know, I don't really want to deal with this. I just want to be home and getting a little anxious because, you know, sometimes if you're not sure which direction, it, you know, these things can come up. So first, it's really just pause, take those mindful breaths and allow yourself to be aware in that moment. The second thing is asking yourself, where does this fall within the circle of influence? There were several obstacles that I encountered. So there was first the train. So that was something I didn't have control over. I didn't have control over the the train schedule. And there were also a couple of cars in front of me, stopped at the train track before me and a, a few cars after me. So I was just there. That was just the circumstance that I had no control over. The second one that came about was that detour. So that was where, you know, others' behaviors were influencing my path home. So I couldn't take that path. That path was blocked, but there was an alternate pathway, but that was really decided on by someone else. So that influenced which way I had to turn and which way I went. And then there was the dead end street. And that was really the result of my decisions and my navigation. So that was more uh, in my control. Like, what do I do when I get to that point? Um, you know, noticing that that was a result of, of my behaviors. So that brings us to the third thing to consider is you know, once you know where within that circle of influence that these obstacles are falling or these circumstances that are coming up, discern, is it a temporary obstacle or is this something bigger that I need to find a way to work around? So in my example, again, that train, the train um, I didn't have control over and it was a temporary obstacle. So you know, you just kind of just have to let it be and, and, and wait and move through it. Uh, the detour was something bigger as well as that dead end street. And so, you know, finding a way to work around that. So at least with the, the detour, there was an option there. So kind of taking, taking that detour and working, going around it. Well, it ended up in something that, you know, it ended up in a dead end street. So I really had to find a way to work around that. And that's where kind of using a tool or using another resource or getting extra support came in. That was, you know, using, pulling up ways, using the tools that I had already to help figure out how to get home. This brings us to the fourth and final thing is considering a series of questions to come up with kind of what that different way is for you in your goal. So the first thing is like, what is the easiest way to move past this if it is something that is coming up? 
So for me, uh, with the train, no control, the easiest way to move past it was just kind of let it pass. Uh, with the the detour, the easiest way to move past it was just to take the other person's, you know, the the road crew's detour signs and follow those. And then with when it ended up on a dead end street, you know, the easiest way to move past that was to pull out my phone, use that resource, find another find another route home. So working with goals, if you're working with your goals, you can think about, you know, what is the easiest way to move past that? Um, And then the next thing is, what's the best way to deal with the situation if it's something that is coming up? So if it's something you have no control over, like how can you set up a plan or how can you set up a contingency to where if you know there's something you have no control over, like how can you work around that? So how do you take that um, control back? So setting up very clear boundaries, setting up a plan B, setting up what we call if-then statements. If a train comes my way and blocks my path, then I, without getting down on myself um, or without giving up, something like that. Uh, Another way is to set clear boundaries. So if this is where you've got other people's influence um, affecting what you're able to do with your goal. So setting clear boundaries, being very clear on those boundaries, communicating those people who are influencing your behaviors um, and, and making sure that you're setting yourself up success with that. And then considering like, what is really a long-term solution? So in my situation, like a long-term solution is like learning your way around the neighborhood (laughs) and figuring out your new, figuring out your new area that you live in Uh, and, and getting, getting that support, modify, you know, if it's something that it turns out that there's a lot of obstacles or it's just not as important once you started working on it that you thought it was, or you're not as confident that you can accomplish the goal because of, you know, whatever, you know, your, your current behaviors are, wherever the gap is between where you're starting from and where you want to be, or if there's a lot of other outside influences on you that maybe you are having to work around and that can be frustrating, or you're just not able to work around them effectively, then, you know, you might think about how can I modify my goal? So these are some of the questions to think about. What's the easiest way to move past this? Like what is plan B? Those if-then statements, what's the best way to deal with this situation? Again, it could be that plan B, or it could be just being very clear about your path, those boundaries, planning ahead, things like that. Um, And then also considering if this is something that's going to be recurring, what is a long-term solution to help you move past this once and for all? A nutshell is really getting curious about what is going on, increase your awareness of your level of influence and what other influences are at play that are having an impact on your goal progress, then create options to navigate around or work through any obstacles so that you keep on learning and keep on moving forward. And that's it for today, my friend. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. 
And now get out there and keep your mojo rising. If this episode has been helpful to you, I'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic you'd like to hear more about, send it my way. Email me at lisa at lisadupreecoaching.com or connect with me on Instagram at lisadupreecoaching. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.